Welcome to Crash Chords Autographs. Today, Matt welcomes Uncle Meg, a West Virginian-born, Brooklyn-based, transgender FTM rapper. With the release of his latest LP, Bug, Uncle Meg chats with Matt about his influences and his writing process, from creating beats to penning lyrics. He also discusses what it was like to have made his transition in the glow of the internet, with some afterthoughts ranging from the public support offered by his friends, family, and fans, to the unique vulnerability of the experience. And so, from his upcoming releases to the process of filming his music video for the single Taylor Swift, here's presenting Matt Storm and Uncle Meg. And welcome to another episode of Autographs. I, of course, am Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon, and my guest this week is the one and only Uncle Meg. What's up? Thank you for for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Are you kidding? Um, I've been wanting to have you on ever since Bug came out, because I freaking love that record. I just love it. I do. That makes me so happy. It's great. Um, I remember when I first saw the video for Taylor Swift, Uh and just the nonsense in that video, you (laughs) dancing in in Union Square, and like the, the, the... gold makeup for the crying scenes and stuff. Um, Tell me a little bit about how the process was for making that video and a little bit about the song itself. Hmm. So the song um, was produced by um, my friend King John, who Mm -hmm. has a studio down in Nashville. And so um, he sent me a ton of beats with, and the other record, on the album that he produced was gold. Mm -hmm. So they kind of have like, you know, a similar Similar sound. It's like a little more, you know, poppy, Mm -hmm. like alternative. Um, And I was just, you know, basically like a lot of times I'll come up with my hooks just like sitting at my desk, like fucking around. Uh And like, that's how, you know, that hook came up. Yeah. Was just me. I think I was Snapchatting myself and that's just what came (laughs) out of my mouth or something. And then, um, yeah, lyrically, um, lyrically, you know, the verses have nothing to do with the hook. Yeah, of course, um, sure. And I get a lot of my, um, you know, writing from, like, even if I'm just, like, out in the world or whatever, you should see, like, the, the notes, like, on my phone. Oh, it's yeah. It's just, like, fucking, like, 50,000, like, <laughs> individual, like, notes. So it's, like, I kind of, you know, can read through that for, for inspiration, but... Um, yeah, ultimately, my verses are just, like, whatever I'm kind of feeling. Think kind like, of stream of consciousness right. a little it's bit. A, yeah, it's a, lot, it's a little bit of, like, just free writing. Yeah. Um, well, you can tell that in the flow of the track, for sure, because it's got this great kind of pop vibe, even though the verses are less pop-centric than the hooks right, are. Right, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. Because I'm like, you can't go full pop. Yeah. Because that's not, you know, necessarily my full aesthetic. Right, so. sure. That's really awesome. And so for the video, um, are the your backup dancers <laughs> friends of yours in the video? Um, so I played this one show where that whole, it's uh, Brianna uh-huh. and Little Pete, and then it was their cousin Michelle. And they're from Woodside, Queens, just, mm-hmm. you know, born and raised, old school Woodside, don't give a fuck. <laughs> She's like, oh, you want to put Peter in a tutu? Put Peter in a fucking tutu. Like, That's amazing. <laughs> you know? Um, but they... Um, 
saw me at one of my shows and like their whole family was there and I, I did like a freestyle like rap over the panda beat and they I had their like 90 year old grandma like fucking working it that's <laughs> awesome that's so cool yeah and so that's how I know them yeah and, like you know we've just got I've got you know Brianna came back for like Miss Eve's video I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw yes it. I did Thunder I remember Thighs. yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is a great video so that that little girl is is she's gonna be a star she's oh my god she's got it you know she has no formal training or (laughs) like anything she's just fucking got it yeah i mean totally that's awesome that's very cool um so you know i met you years and years ago when um you and you and handjob academy opened for the wall street players in staten island way way back oh my god that's the first time i ever saw you guys rap so long ago and like because i I knew our connection was through hja but uh like i never like I couldn't pinpoint like the most oh, yeah. specific. Well, because I've seen you guys on and off for a long time. Right, exactly. But I couldn't like figure out like the specific, you know, starting point or so that's, whatever. So that's that's yeah. what it was. So I'm good friends with the guys of Handjob Academy. I've known them for a while because I grew up in Staten Island, and I remember seeing you guys rap, and I was like, "Holy crap, who is this group? Like, where the hell did they come from?" And I started looking up your stuff and watching your videos online, and became a fan. But um, what I really dug about, what I dig about your rap aesthetic is that you very much seem like yourself on stage. You're not trying to be a persona. You're not trying to, like, Mm. bullshit people. And I like that. You know, everyone plays a little bit of a character on stage, but I love the fact that HAA and even your solo stuff is very much... Uncle, just Uncle Meg, this mm. is me, and you're a very open person. Um, I learned a lot more about that following your exploits on YouTube this year during your transition and stuff, which I think it was so awesome that you shared all that stuff online, did the voice comparison, all this stuff. Like, me, I, I don't know a lot about that stuff, and so to be able to watch someone that I know and respect go through all of that was pretty cool. Did you always want to be that open about it and share it, or? Fuck no. It yeah. took me, it was such a, a long process. Yeah. Like, I knew I was a boy when I was, like, a little kid like mm-hmm. when I was like you know four seven like I you know I wore boy clothes I had a boy haircut like, yeah. you know like I was a boy until kind of like society and like puberty were like no you're a yeah. fucking girl <laughs> suck it up <laughs> you know what I mean and then yeah. it was like you know and it's like once you've been in that put in that box yeah. for so long um it gets hard to come out of it. Yeah, um, sure. And I feel like, especially like with my music, is and it's you know funny hearing you say that because it's like when I wrote Bug, it's like I'm that artist that's like never like fully um, pleased. It's like right. I'm always on to the next thing. I'm right. always like, how can we make this even more you though? Yeah. Like what's like underneath all of this? You sure. know what I mean? Totally. And um. And I think a lot of that was, you know, my transition. Because, you know, everybody always, you know, tells me like, oh my God, you're so authentic, you're so original, and you're so this. Yeah. And there was always this thing in my mind, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm a fraud. <laughs> and it was like, no, I'm just trans. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? And I, mean, I, and I just need to like live my life as, as you know, the next level of me, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. So, which and, is, you know, again, like going the more like authentic, 
direction. So. For sure, I think it takes you know it's a lot of it takes a lot of strength to really do that. You know, not necessarily the doing of it, but the sharing online and sharing yourself. You're making yourself even more vulnerable. You're vulnerable enough yeah. as an artist, and so to share that stuff, I thought was really fascinating. Also, because I have other trans friends, but a lot of them were it's post transition, and so like I knew them after everything, and so yeah. I didn't really know what it was like to go through it. So to see a lot of it from first person, like you recovering and all this stuff, was really really interesting yeah. and really I felt like I got to know you better even though like I don't see you that much like through those experiences I was like now I really know Uncle Meg like I really got to know you which I think is really cool and I'm sure it must be really refreshing to other people who've probably gone through that stuff do you ever yeah. hear from other performers artists fans who have been through that kind of stuff and share with you their stories um yeah I actually you know since being so open about it I've actually you know had like a lot more like trans people like have more closer relationships with like a lot of other trans people whether you know that's been an like purely internet relationship sure. or like rather like you know we've met you know met up and I've had you know people you know DM me asking questions like you know and that's like what I wanted sure. you know this kind of series to be yeah is um basically just putting more of that subject out into the world and, and educating totally. people. Because so, um, people have so many specific questions because it's not course. a topic that's talked about at all and, yeah. and people don't know, you yeah. know? There were some things I didn't even fucking know of course. before I before I started, you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, so, totally. You know, if somebody asks me a question, sometimes I just don't feel like answering it. <laughs> so I'm like, here, you can watch this video instead, yeah. you know? Totally. But I think that, you know, it also, that's a great thing also is that now you don't, if you're bogged down with questions, you can share your yeah, actual experience exactly. instead of having an answer those questions and it's it's because there's a place in in you know every trans person's experience i'm only gonna speak for myself sure but i'm in this weird place where you know i've been on hormones for six months so when i go out in the world nobody knows whether i fuck i'm a girl or a boy like <laughs> dead ass i was just at the salon right now uh, yeah this 90 year old man we were we were boys together <laughs> everybody great. else in the salon they don't know what the fuck i am it's like okay i just got perceived as male by like one person like that's yeah. fine whatever. yeah you'll take it right <laughs> you know but uh, which won't be the case in you know four months probably, right sure you know? as the process continues sure yeah so um, has your has this i imagine this must have affected your writing i'm sure you must be writing stuff currently about this process and like yeah. working on songs that will reflect it yeah i feel like you know especially like last year when i was like you know when this whole kind of like felt like an existential crisis almost was mm -hmm. like coming to a head like a lot of my writing um was a lot darker mm -hmm. and i could you know even take it even further right. in darkness wise sure and um and now my writing this year is it's a lot more hopeful it's a lot more confident um but you know i still want to keep the same style of poetry and yeah. um wacky description and you know it's still figuring out a way that it's still uh you know, my writing mm -hmm. and my style, I'm just talking about something different now. Sure, totally, yeah. yeah. Um, are you currently working on another record? I'm working on two records right now. Awesome. So the first one is with my friend, 
um, John Dett, who mm-hmm. was on Bug. Mm-hmm. He was, we did Real Love together, yep. which was the duet. Yeah. So um, I have, when I first started producing beats, um, I basically just showed him all of the first beats that I ever made right. that didn't, you know, make a song or make an album. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really, you know, just wacky kind of <laughs> beats, you know? Sure. And we literally, over the course of the month, just recorded um, 10 songs. That's awesome. Over it. Very cool. Um, all, all duets. Mm-hmm. Call them rap ballads. Nice. So lots of singing, lots of rap, and it's all freestyle poetry. So awesome. um, it was like what's on the paper kind of stayed on the paper. That's very cool. Um, and then the second album I'm working on, which will come out, um, you know, later than the first one. The first one's getting mixed right now. Um, and the second one is going to be more of a longer process because mm-hmm. it's going to be 12 songs um, and it's going to be a document of my transition so right now i've made six songs i record one song a month and Mm -hmm. it's like my voice gets deeper and as things like kind of change so that record's going to be called butterfly and um it's going to be kind of like a vocal progression so i'm I'm hoping that's so cool i'm hoping that it's a record that's and i want to have a bunch of other background singers and stuff but basically i want it like as this record that nobody's going to be able to tell like who the fuck is who right sure but it's just me that's you really cool I mean? that's a really like, interesting concept yeah. well it's like also watching the quick video you released of like the last six months and your voice changing you can it's hear the, the fi- difference five and six that it's was like, it five yeah. and six the first four months like i was like what the fuck this shit is this shit, this shit doesn't even work yeah. like but then you, you hit know, four and like, five and then yeah, six exactly. and it's like oh shit <laughs> like you can hear the difference that's how it is for everybody it's is like, it really you know, yeah it yeah. takes time yeah but, but hearing that you're going to do a record based on that, too, I think is brilliant. Well, A, because, I mean, I can't think of anyone else who's ever done that before. So it's yeah. wholly original. But it's also wholly personal. Even if the songs have nothing to do with the transition themselves, the yeah. fact that... And I'm not trying to make them specifically... About um, it. Yeah, the poetry's not... Like, the lyrics are not specifically, like, you know, about that. It's just about feelings and, like, events that happened in certain months and because it's just it's been a this this year's just been crazy like a whirlwind but in the in the best way possible sure like it's a fucking dope year (laughs) but like um you know i went i went it's been busy yeah it's been busy personally and emotionally it's been busy and I think that being able to pour that into a record, however you're doing it, yeah. is really awesome. Yeah. That's really exciting. And so I want to talk a little bit about your your style of music videos that you put out. Because they're all, they all lean on this weird place between the bizarre and the really funny. Mm. And it's not, not, not every moment is meant to be hysterical. A lot of them have these dark moments or these interesting shots like... Um, Look like a model, and, mm-hmm. and and Taylor Swift specifically have this aesthetic that's really interesting that I can see between the two videos, or even the HJA music videos. Have you always kind of had this background or interest in comedy and like yeah. artistic vision? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's just me. Mm-hmm. It's like that's how I live my life, and and the first like uh, short like movie that I made mm-hmm. um, was in high school with my friends after school, and it was about this. Uh, Cause I'm my I'm half Lebanese, so oh, I grew wow. up in like this um, crazy fucking Greek Orthodox church, wow. and, like you know. I and so my first film was about you know making fun of like the old Lebanese ladies <laughs> at the church, and so 
I was this character that had just come to America, and it was like my it's it was basically Borat, but I made it first in West Virginia. <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome. But like we would go through like the drive-through at like Long John Silver's, and they'd make me order, and I'd be like, "Can I?" Have a pack of Oreos or some shit like that. <laughs> like, I can't even do the voice, voice anymore. Voice, yeah. like, oh, honey. Like, some shit <laughs> so like, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but creepy as fuck. And people, <laughs> and everybody in West Virginia is like, what the fuck is coming out of your mouth right now? <laughs> <laughs> so, is West Virginia where you grew up? Yeah, it is. Okay. And when mm-hmm. did you come to New York? Um, in 2008. So when I was almost 10 years, I've almost been here 10 years. Wow, yeah. That's crazy. And so have you always been interested in rapping since you were young? Or is that um, something I've you found later? I've always been musical. Yeah. Um, but the thing for me is, is I feel like I always dabbled between music and visual art. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I, I used to do a lot of painting, mm-hmm. um, painting, drawing. Um, I played piano. Uh, I was in the marching band for a little bit before oh, wow. I got kicked out. I played the trumpet. <laughs> um, I played guitar for a little bit. So, you know, I I, I did music, but um, it was just funny because I never really formally learned how to read music. Mm-hmm. I would just kind of like, like if, if the band director was like, okay, play this. I don't fucking know how to play. You know what yeah. I mean? I got to hear it first. And it's yeah. like, once I hear it once, I'm like, oh, okay, I understand now. You got know it. what I mean? Um, but... Yeah. That's really cool. So you've been more of like an auditory person where if you can hear something, you yeah. can replicate it. And then I somehow ended up in video. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't start rapping. And I've always, you know, written too. And that yeah. goes hand in hand, you know, with video and, and kind of storytelling. But, sure. Um, I started rapping like after I graduated college. Yeah. Um, and I thought I was going to become like an independent filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I still... Yeah, I mean, you're more you know, or less are. Right, you know, exactly. With the videos and stuff. I don't try to limit myself to one thing. But, For sure. Um, yeah, I just started rapping after college. That's and awesome. And I was like, oh, this is fucking fun and yeah. awesome. And, and that was my kind of, like, pathway back into music. That's really awesome. Yeah. And so... Um, would you say that you had any influences once you started getting into rap that you like pulled from when you started rapping, or do you kind of just create your own style it come, on your own? It totally comes and goes. Yeah. Um, and, but I would say yes, I've picked up yeah. plenty along the way, and and I'm always in search of, you know, artists that like I can really, that I really want to like grab from. Yeah, you know? for sure. And it's like. Like, I like, I don't necessarily stick to rap as influences Oh, either. for sure, yeah. I like, imagine. I love, like, Young Lean. Oh, yeah. Like, his <laughs> last two albums were so dope to me. And yeah. it's like, he he is not, like, this 17-year-old fool no more. You yeah. know? Like, he made, you know, some deep shit, actually, yeah. you know? Sure, yeah, totally. Um, I love Chance the Rapper. Um, I love Grimes. It's hard not to love Chance the Rapper. Like, his right, album exactly. is so diverse. That right. mixtape is so all over the place. And the guest artists and everything. Like, right. I remember we reviewed it on my other podcast, my music review podcast. And it was one of those things where, like, going into it, I knew the Ch- Chance the Rapper from Donnie Trumpet, actually. because Yeah, the, the album's Trumpet, awesome. It's so great. The Surf album? Yeah. Yeah, I love that album. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and that album, like, I heard Chance the Rapper. And I'm like, like, he's rapping on one track and then he's singing on another. I was like, is 
like what is yeah, this guy's exactly, deal? So once yeah. the mixtape came out, I couldn't help but check it out. And it's the, there's everything on that record from pop to R and B to hip hop to right. gospel. Like it just blew me away the right. diversity of his stuff. Right, and, and that's like, how I kind of felt that that bug was. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit that there was a lot of different styles in there. Yeah. You well, know? because you can't, I feel like as a modern musician, you can't just pull from one style anymore. Like, right. like o- older rappers and older rock and roll and metal singers and like punk bands, they all pulled from their past. And I was always trying to make my stuff into one. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, don't ever fit yourself into that box. Yeah. Like, just make whatever the fuck you want. You well, especially know what I mean? now, like, because there's, like, an avenue for everything, especially now with things like Bandcamp and Spotify. Like, right. People can find your shit anywhere, and so it's better to just be you. And that's what, like, I think that's why I like Taylor Swift so much, is because it's clearly a pop song, even though the verses are not, you know, the overall structures. Right, and there's a right, lot right, of hip-hop right. and pop music now, but it's honestly pop. It's like when I, like, I go around saying that I like Miley Cyrus and I like Taylor Swift. Like, I like their music because there's an honesty in understanding what you like and why you like it yeah. that then gets translated into your art. And I clearly see that in the yeah, stuff that totally. you've done, which is really cool. Um, is there any kind of genre or type of music that you haven't dabbled in that you'd be interested in trying? I'd say, uh... Country? No, I'm not interested. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, I want to get into some more uh, like industrial sounds. That's awesome, um, yeah. Which Cake kind of was. For sure, yeah. Um, and I feel like Young Lean's album, his last two albums, are more of like an industrial, darker, airy, cloudy <laughs> feel, you know? Yeah, for sure. So. Cool. And so um, you said that you work with other producers, but for like this upcoming album, the duet album, you did all the beats for that. Uh, yeah, King John did two of them. Uh, two of them. And, and then I did the rest. And then you yeah, did the yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you're creating a beat, what's the process like for that? Or do you just mm-hmm. mess around with noise until you find something you like? Or are you pulling from other inspirations? Well, I am pulling from inspiration. Um, so, you know, some of the artists I just mentioned, if, mm-hmm. I, if I hear a beat, you know... Could be from anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be from anyone. Mm-hmm. But if it, I'm like, oh, like, this is me, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just kind of listen to, like, the overall sounds of that and um, kind of base it off that. Uh, cool. But f- usually, like, my process right now is I make, first I make the drum patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually use just, like, a lot of 808s. And I want, like, you know, a lot of big booming sounds. For sure. Um, and then I'll take that into Logic and I'll, you know, choose what synths I want to play. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. it's That's always fascinated me, building building um, beats, because, like, coming from someone who's spent a lot of time in the studio with, like, traditional bands that just, you know, are playing actual instruments in the studio, yeah. like, the way technology has evolved, I always find it fascinating, the kind of awesome instrumentation yeah. artists can come up with without actually using physical instruments in the room. Oh, I have some cheap-ass little piano. <laughs> and I got this. Like, yeah. you can make music for so cheap now. Yeah. It's and, like, and there's so much access and so yeah. there's so many easy ways to get it out there, too. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I, I know social media, a lot of people consider to be a burner. But even more. It's the same in video, but there's yeah. even more stuff to weed through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like if you're... 
one of the people popping it out like that is like, you know. Yeah, there's a lot more there's stuff. There's a lot more stuff. Shitty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's no true. No offense. It's, it's true, though. Like, in music and video, there's never been more incredible work and right, exactly. crappy work at the same exactly. time. Because there's just more access all around. It's a, it's a good and a bad. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? Yeah. Because um, that's my career as well. It's like how I make money. Yeah. It's like... I can afford to buy a nice camera and afford to, you know, make something, like, minimally. Right, yeah, for sure. Well, because also, I think it's just knowing your audience and knowing what you have access to. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're you're always reaching, it sounds, it sounds to me like you're always reaching for the stars, but you're working within your means. And if you can go yeah. beyond it, you will. But otherwise, you're trying to just make quality work within the, the kind of access that you have. Yeah, I mean, I try to take a practical approach to it. Yeah. Like, I don't mind spending money. Like, I'll fucking drop some money. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it has to be very important sure. to me. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you? I, I know you played a show recently, and you're playing. You you have some more shows coming up. Yeah. Are, do you, are you doing any touring at all this year? Are you gonna go be going out of town, or mostly just sticking around in New York? I mean, every time I go out of town, yeah. I um, hit up any any local venues. So yeah. you know, last year I played a show in Houston. You know, played a couple shows in Austin for awesome. South by Southwest. That's I played cool. my sister's wedding in Columbus. New, I played my other friend's wedding in New Mexico. Nice. Um, I played a Christmas show in West Virginia. So I always try to, like, hit up spots, like, if I'm traveling. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as a formal tour, I'm completely open to it. Yeah. Um, it just, I have to wait for the uh, right moments. Sure, of course. Um, I would love to do a European tour for the, al the duet album I'm doing mm -hmm. because um, John, he moved to Berlin. And oh, awesome. um, we just showed the album to this girl, Katnet. Catnap, mm -hmm. um, who's pretty awesome. <laughs> like Excellent. she's so fucking cool. Yeah. And uh, she said she might, you know, be interested in putting it on her label. So that's awesome. Um, Very cool. And it's you know fucking Europeans, dude. They love weirder, weirder music. And yeah. I just feel like that's that's more of the uh, market for this album. I'll send it to you. And yeah. You'll, you'll be like, yeah. It's like <laughs> you know, pretty, it's kind of wacky. You know. I would love to hear it, but you know, I mean, I think that's oh, really but true. Also, we're I am, I do plan to actually do a small tour of, mm -hmm. of California and Texas um, later this summer. Oh, very cool. With my friend who I am doing a collaboration with, Sete from the Bay. Oh, He's cool. a rapper and. Um, so he just sold his house, and we're gonna. And he has an RV, so we're gonna go in that. And uh, we have this song, this single that we made called Transformers, mm -hmm. um, and we recorded the first verses. Um, I probably recorded my first verse when I was like one or two months on T. Oh wow! Um, and then so there's a part one and a part two, and the part two oh. will feature our voices. It's kind of a similar idea to the uh, That's next very album. Cool. But um, we, for the video, we want to, you know, go in this RV and play shows down California into Texas and uh, meet up with a bunch of other trans boys in each town. Oh, so, cool. That's um, awesome. That's the plan so far. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I think building this community around your music, too, is really important. It's why, like, I got into indie rap and a lot of indie music in, right. in particular is because the community just seems more welcoming. You know, I've met a ton of folks through that, that industry, Shape for the Dark Lord and Michael Kill yeah. and, like, a lot of these nerd core rappers and other independent rappers and it's I think it's because 
uh, people who are doing more independent work know that it's the community that builds of course, builds yeah. you up. And I think that, that that level of support is really awesome to see. I, I feel like you need that as, mm-hmm. a, as a successful independent artist. Yeah, for sure. It's like a solid, you know base of, of like people that like fuck with you yeah well because i think it it keeps challenging you it continues to allow you to grow mm-hmm. and i think that's really important especially putting out art now especially now you know mm-hmm. you have to find these influences and these places where you feel like you can do your best right. work right which i think is really great um before we wrap up i would love to hear uh any like advice that you would have for other people either in the trans community just trying to get through or for people who are artists who are trying to get through like uh maybe some some places things you didn't know when you started out that you would recommend or things that you Mm. would uh give to people that would uh help them continue to grow and expand Oh lord! I know it's a cheesy question, but no, I no, like to it's, ask that. I like the cheesy. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, which direction should I take this in? Like, <laughs> I, I like giving people options. Um, I mean, in terms of the trans thing, um, if anybody is like struggling, and you know, you're afraid to come out because of you know, family circumstances or environment circumstances. Um, it's fucking corny as shit, but it does get better. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I can fully say that is true for me, as well as a lot of um, non-binary people. Um, because you just... It's just such a weird thing. It's just such yeah. an existential, fucked up energy flowing through you that, yeah. you know, it's, it's just weird you know yeah for sure um, and it's like i feel 100 percent better you know and, that's awesome um, to hear i can walk through the world now um with you know peace yeah and being comfortable you know which is you know a whole layer of shit that i didn't have last year sure and it's like so now i am able to focus more on okay well what what do I, what are my next goals like where do i want to go now that like right. i have myself back yeah and like i have you know this newfound kind of confidence and this new level that of myself that I just discovered. Right. Yeah. Totally. So, I would say um, I think anybody who decides to transition or anybody in general who decides to live like their authentic life, you know, whether you know your family fucking hates it or society tells you you're fucking sick or stupid yeah. or whatever, um, you're being brave for everyone else. No, I would agree. So, yeah. I think that's I think that's really great advice. I think, like, as cheesy as it sounds, talk to somebody. Oh, I'll be fucking cheesy, yo. Like, I appreciate legit. that. Like, you know, people reject that stuff all the time, but I'm like, you know what? Like, my something- life is f- a fucking <laughs> lifetime movie. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, I look forward to the whoever plays you in the cinematic version. You know, whoever that's gonna be, I, I totally look forward to checking that out. I do appreciate you taking the time, though, yeah, of course. Meg. Like, it's it's been a pleasure to watch. Your career change and shift and grow, and I'm a huge fan of your work, and I hope you continue to do awesome stuff. I really do. Appreciate it. And um, please, please come back on the show at a later date uh, and, and bring some of the new music. I would love, I would love cool. to be able to chat about that. Um, the last thing I'm going to have you do is we have a saying on this show and my other show, and it's "Music is life and life is good." I'd love to sign for you to sign us off today for my audience. Cool. Music is life. Life is good. Thanks, y'all. <laughs>
If you enjoyed these interviews, please subscribe to this and the Crash Chords podcast on iTunes, where you can also rate us and review us. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Crash Chords Web, our Tumblr, and our YouTube channel. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to post in the comment area below each post. And keep the discussion going, because remember, music is life, and life is good.